It's Steve-O from the 4i Radio Network, and I'm here to talk to you about RevengeLover.com. It's a great place to get logos, sponsors, artwork, t-shirts, anything and everything you need artwork design-wise. This is the place to go. Uh, you go to RevengeLover.com, you can check out samples, uh, go ahead and get inquiries, and fit, find something that pretty much fits you, or even get you know some commission-based stuff done. So again, go to www.RevengeLover.com. Hey, this is Mike and Tom from Ballpark Bros. You're listening to another great show on the Four Eyed Radio. Check us all out on FourEyedRadio.com. Everybody, uh, and yes, it is time for a brand new episode of Arcade Bros. I'm player one, Stevo, and I'm player two, Revenge Lover. And we are back. And you know what? We had good reason. Uh, I'm gonna be honest with you. Nothing, nothing was out. Nothing was out that was good. You know, nothing came out that was fantastic. And then finally, Nintendo drops their bomb, and I'm like, okay, yeah, Zelda, I'll play. All right, we'll do an episode. <laughs> you know, so that's that's why we took so long, kids. That's why we took so long. But before we get started, I want to let you know that you can find us on uh, 4iRadio.com, Facebook, Twitter, Spreaker, iTunes, Stitcher, Zoom Marketplace, BlackBerry Podcasts, Blueberry Podcasts, Mirror Guide, Double Twist, YouTube, Swell Radio, Player FM, and now Google Play Music. That's right. If you wanted to subscribe exactly to just us and you have an Android device now, you can do that. And of course... If you get so lucky to find a Nintendo Switch on Amazon.com, you don't go to Amazon. You go to the Sasquatch.net, click on that Amazon banner, and shop like you normally do. We'll get a little taste if you do. Now, Raven, um, it's been it's been a while. Uh, when I saw the last call log was, I think, uh, in November. Oh, my God. Really? Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's been a couple of months. But, yeah, you and I, we... Uh, we uh we've been we've been busy. I mean, what what have you been up to? These couple of months have been a blur. They they pretty much just flown by. All of a sudden, my daughter's one. She's walking to an extent. And, uh, and is talking involved yet or no? Uh, still, mama. Sometimes, uh, papa. Okay. Or uh, little mumbles here and there, but it's a lot of pointing. It's like, hey, over there. Yeah. This, this, that. Yeah. And uh, putting her hands up, like, hey, pick me up. <laughs> um, I think that's how I was. Like, And then I had two older brothers, so I would just point at stuff. They'd be like, oh, so-and-so wants this. you know. And you're like, okay, cool. And then my mom was like, no, let him talk and get it himself. And I was like, ah, man, jigs up. <laughs> I peaked yeah, when I was six months. There. But uh, it's it's with the uh, pick me up. She'll put her hands up and go, eh. And I'm like, uh, no, I think you can walk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she is going to be a handful of... <laughs> yeah, she's already got a bunch of shoes from her birthday, and it's just waiting for the day where she's like, "All right, I'm gonna walk everywhere." Yeah, that's gonna be. Ah, uh, they grow up so fast. Yeah, you haven't even met her yet, and she's one. I know, but I've seen. <laughs> it's funny though, because I see all the adorable pictures online, and then the, uh, you know, the videos and stuff like that. So it's just like, oh, you know, it's you know, I, I see her. She's a very very adorable baby. Um, Thank you. I worked very hard on her. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, it was like a nine-month project. It's like you, you, I was like, love and care was put into that or something. You know, it was weird. Um, <laughs> what have you been up to? 
uh, just the same old, same old, just, uh, you know, working and, uh, finally settling down at work. So no more OT, uh, which is good because now I come home at regular times and also kind of bad because that extra money I have to now work around and like, be like, okay, now I got to realize what my actual budget is since <laughs> I've been c- including, you know, the OT into it and stuff like that. So that's, <laughs> uh, that's going to be fun, but nothing too major. Uh, one of the big things I did do is, um, finally, I was able to get my hands on the uh, Loot Crate do the do these exclusive crates sometimes for certain like themes. So they did like a Halo one like uh, maybe a couple of months ago, and then they did a Gears. Oh, the, of, what was it, Legendary? Yeah, or something. Yeah, like the Legendary box, and then they did uh, Gears of War for the fourth game that was coming out, and I really wanted it and didn't get a chance to get it when it first came out. So luckily I waited because then they do this thing called Loot Vault where you can also go back and try to find stuff that you missed or things you want to get. So I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Went back, saw it there. It was a lot cheaper because it was finally like them just trying to get rid of their inventory uh, stuff. So I got it, and a lot of cool stuff in that box. I got a cool pint glass, uh, beanie. I got a cool little model of the, uh, uh, what's it called, the Lancer and stuff like that. So it was a really kind of solid box. I was like, okay, so already it was announced, and I already bought it, and it comes in June, but I'm getting the Mass Effect one now for Andromeda. Uh, So I'll let everybody know and take pictures of that and stuff. And then, of course, uh, Arcade Block has now been turned into Gamer Block. And they have two. Oh yeah, se- I saw that. And they have two separate blocks now. One is for M for like adults, and then one is for like E for everyone. So I was gonna try to switch it over to E to everyone because I'm gonna be honest, have not been has not have not been impressed with the boxes this year. And I'm only two months in. I'm already thinking about canceling my subscription with them, and then moving into uh, and, and then it was like you know what, loot gaming looks more fun, kind of <laughs> kind of thing. So. Um, so we'll see what happens with that, but yeah, kind of, I mean, the shirts were really kind of cool and you got like maybe one or two items and then the rest of it was just kind of like, did you guys even try with this box? It seems like you're like, what do we have left over? And they just kind of tossed into it, which is weird because nerd block, another block that I get so far, all their blocks have been a point like this year. It's been like two months in. I'm like, yeah, you guys are really giving me some good shit. And then I don't know. Gamer block might just be, they're giving up on, on life or something. I don't know. So gamer block, get your shit together. I can't justify myself to get one of those subscriptions because I already have so many collectibles. I pretty much just have like the ones that I want. Mm-hmm. And it, it got to the point where like I was just collecting and collecting and getting collector's editions of this and that. And I was like, I have all this crap and I don't use any of it. The last collectors I think where I finally got that realization was uh, Arkham Asylum. Okay. Was it, wait, Arkham Asylum was the first one, right? Yeah. That was the one where I think you got like a notebook, uh, the Batarang, um what was the next one it was the next one okay arkham city i think you actually got like a statue of batman yeah so i got the statue of batman the black and white yeah yeah yeah. and i'm just like i have nowhere to put this and i'm just making a lot of stuff in my apartment (laughs) yeah i like especially with the gaming stuff i used to do all the collector's editions such as the halo 3 collector's edition with the the helmet i got the assassin's creed that makes sense Uh, well yeah 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 yeah. i mean but a lot of it but uh most of the stuff that i get from the nerd block i mean a lot of it's actually been kind of cool because it's a lot of uh, home decor stuff you'll get in it so i've actually gotten some households like houseware stuff where i'm like oh i didn't have this now i do kind of thing so that's kind of cool uh, but yeah, with the collector's edition of games, like I haven't bought one in a long time um, because, again, you run out of space for stuff and things like that. But like, I was very tempted to try to get the Legend of Zelda one for this one. That uh, one did look cool with the Shake a Slate cover thing. Yeah, and I was just kind of like, I'm like, well, this is kind of justified. I'm like, when was the last time I bought like a collector's edition of Legend of Zelda? And I can't even remember. Uh, you got the uh, the console. Console, console. We or we you. 
Oh, I got the... Oh, I didn't get the Wii U one, the Legend of Zelda thing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it must have been the Wii, or at least the controller. Yeah, oh, the yeah, I got controller. that one. It was like, yeah, I got... I think that was probably the last one for, yeah, uh, Skyward Sword. Um, which, honestly, now playing the Switch, I was like, you know what? Maybe you guys want to kind of revamp this game, bring it, like, do a remake and bring it to the Switch. Because uh, I think it would be a lot more fun on that than it was on the the, the Wii. Um, well, and how many games had the Wii Plus you know, maybe we fit and everybody was just like, I have no other need for this. We plus. Yeah. It was really just for the legend of Zelda game. Pretty much. That's all I really used it for. I think I had like the Wii resorts, which used the plus, which was kind of fun. But like, again, you only play these kind of games with like party games. Um, and then I realized I wasn't having that many parties and then I realized I didn't <laughs> have any parties. So it was kind of weird. Um, <laughs> um, actually I will talk about two other games I did pick up for the switch as well. Cause, uh, We'll, we'll get right into um, to pretty much what we've been playing. Yeah, we picked up Legend of Zelda uh, Breath of the Wild. Uh, this this long anticipation for this game. I'm, I'm even trying to remember when it was like announced and teased. It was it was announced and teased like five years ago. Okay, that's what I thought. It was almost like twi- we're almost getting that Twilight Princess uh, feel to it where you're all like, hey, Twilight Princess is coming out this fall. And then you're like, pre-orders are in. You're like, sweet. And you pre-ordered it. Actually, I pre-ordered it. And then realized that it wasn't coming out until a year later after that. I'm like, what, the, what is going on? But, I mean, it was pretty much worth the wait for me. I did enjoy Twilight Princess. Um, so I thought that was kind of cool. But, yeah, I guess it's a, a different thing. Ever since Skyward Sword, they started releasing the Legend of Zelda games, like, in the spring, almost, like the kickoff of spring. Um, I, like, I like how, uh, going back to Twilight Princess, you know when you go between the two worlds? Yes, that effect that the the little uh, darkness things do. Oh, oh yeah, like it's like almost like a dark pixelating like kind of. Did you notice that when the blood moon rises in uh, in Breath of the Wild, it's almost the same kind yeah. of effect? Yeah, I was noticing that too. So it was just kind of curious. It's like um, so I know they kind of they kind of figured out the entire um, you know Legend of Zelda Zelda timeline almost. You know, like which game goes first, which game is this, which game is that. Uh, the split like you know. Uh, timelines and so on and so forth. Now this one comes out. Now does this so far whatever you've like touched upon or seen so far? I mean I haven't seen too much of the story yet, but it's like where would you think this fits? I feel like this fits uh, right after. Well, Skyward Sword is the first one. Yeah, Skyward Sword is supposed to be the first one. Yes. So definitely after Skyward Sword. Um, I would say it's it's right after Wind Waker because as you're traveling through, you find all of these rafts. You find all of these uh, ship pieces, uh, the Moblins and the the Bokoblins. Bobo, I can never say it right. Yeah, <laughs> the I, big dudes. Yeah, the big dudes with the one horn, yeah. They're the same from uh, Wind Waker as well. I mean, like, visually the same. Everything in the game is the same as the older games. All the monsters, the items, the yeah, places yeah. and stuff. Like, I've even run into Kokiri children who now call themselves uh, Koroks. Little flying dudes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they eventually evolve into uh, Helian looking children. Oh wow! Okay, that's very cool. Yeah, I have not. I'm not, that's the weird part too. It's like all the stuff that people have seen and all the stuff you haven't seen yet, uh, which is kind of cool. So yeah, basically like what I've been describing the game as to keep it pretty much simple is literally Zelda and Skyrim pretty much had a baby. Yes, and and, and, and well, pretty much Bethesda Nintendo. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and honestly, would not would would like to see uh, an actual game they partner up on at some point after seeing this kind of you know like the visionary and stuff of like that. But yeah, um, very very. 
Oh. Side note, guys, this yeah. is totally like spoiler warning right here. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you if you haven't been playing the game since day one all the way till now, then you should probably shut it off right now and go <laughs> listen to one of the other Four Eyed Radio podcasts. <laughs> oh, that's a good. I always like. I always tell them like, I hey, go listen to a better network such as this or that. <laughs> so my cat is spazzing out right now. I don't know if the blood moon is uh, has been rising. Um, it is a full moon tonight. It is, yes. Um, oh, yeah, that's yeah, that's kind of a cool thing too. Where it, uh, okay, so wh- um, I, I want to touch upon that a little bit. The the blood moon. Uh, I know we're going to be kind of bouncing all over the place, but I I figure since I remember it now, okay, I've had it happen to me twice. The blood moon rises and then nothing happens. It, there actually is something that happens. So if you're in an area where you either just killed enemies, like what happened to me, oh. or you're near enemies or anything, their defense and attack are upped. So they're oh. a lot stronger. And there's a lot more of them, and there's a lot more of the giant ogre dudes versus the little dudes. Oh, okay. I guess I just every time it's happened, I've just not been near any enemies at this point. So, okay. Yeah, yeah so every time a blood moon passes, that literally means a month has passed in the game. Oh, shit. Okay. And then every, what did I say? Every 30 seconds is five minutes in the game. Oh, okay, yeah. I've been trying to figure, like, some of this stuff out. I mean, it's very, like, it's not really, this is what I like about the game. The game is pretty much, you can play pretty much how you want to play. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's maybe there's a few things in the very beginning of the game that you have to do. But after that, it's kind of like Skyrim, where you're like, oh, I have to escape this prison thing first before I can now start going off and doing all this other stuff. So, um, but yeah, very cool um, with that kind of aspect of just grabbing items, picking up like pretty much anything and everything. Climbing on everything. Yeah. Um, the elements affecting things. Like when it rains, it's harder to climb. Um, if you're wearing metal objects and there's a thunderstorm, you'll get struck. Yes. Um, and then when you go into the desert, I've pretty much been exploring all of the maps, not necessarily doing the main story. Like I just now got to one of the great, the divine beasts. And I'm, I'm doing that whole thing. But, like, I basically, I've been to Gerudo Desert. Um, I've been to Lake Hylia. I've been to the castle. Uh, I've been to the Kokiri Forest, the Great Deku Tree. I've seen it. I've been close enough to see it. Mm. Um, I just now got into Zora's Domain, and I'm doing that. Oh, and okay. Which is so – it's funny that huh? you say that because, like, I went to the Zoran's Domain already, and I haven't done that thing yet. I was just like, oh, this is cool. I opened it up, and then I started going back through and just, like, opening up more maps and stuff like that now. So I think it's kind of funny how, like, you went ahead and explored, and I'm all like, I did a couple of things. I'm like, oh, let me see where this goes, kind of story-wise. And then I was like, eh, I'll take a break from this. <laughs> well, I was determined my, – my main goal was to see if the map was the same as every other map. So basically, it is the same map from every Zelda game. Oh. Uh, the only difference is that they've included every section from every game because the older games, it was a smaller area. That's right, yes. And then as we got to like Wind Waker, Twilight Princess, the ones that are in the past timeline, the map was bigger. There were different domains and things like that. that oh, nice. So think of, uh, I like to use Ocarina of Time as my reference. Okay. Right? So you got Death Mountain, you got Kokiri Village, et cetera, et cetera. Yes. Same locations here. Uh, just expanded upon by tenfold. <laughs> yeah, it's... So you know how close uh, the lake used to be to the castle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Think of that times ten. Yeah, it's... It, it takes a lot longer to get to the lake from the castle. <laughs> yeah, it's and I'm really glad they opened up the fast travel stuff. Um, I think that's pretty, like, a good way to get around and stuff like that. But there are places, like, yeah, you're going to have to explore, like, nooks and crannies and stuff like that. And I just like the fact that... 
Um, so this is interesting that I read on about the di- one of the difference between the Switch and the and the Wii U is the fact like you can literally see, whatever you kind of can see like in your horizons you can pretty much get there. Um, that's like pretty much how they built this Zelda game. But the weird part is is like how much stuff you can see off in the distance. Like I guess like I can see monsters off in the distance, but on the Wii U they're 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 not on the the screen. You have to get closer to so- see them. So for those of you, I don't think we uh, mentioned this. So he's playing on the Switch, and I'm playing on the Wii U, because he was lucky and got a Switch, and I decided to stay with the Wii U because I only saw the one game that I liked. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so when I'm looking through my uh, telescope, um, sometimes you can see enemies if they're close enough. Yeah. But your range of vision for enemies and things like that is very limited. And when, when you're in the desert and there's sandstorms, you can't see anything through there. Have oh, you been uh, through the desert? You know? No, I haven't. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, oh, there's so much. I, I've only explored probably uh, where the Zorons are at, where uh, two of the villages are, and then the main place. So I've only opened like four maps so far. So you've been to the Great Plateau, uh, Hateno Village, Kakariko Village, and Zora's Domain. Yes. Those are kind of like the first. That's the way you're supposed to go. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, I went there, and then I like went north, and then I went south, and then I went east and west and all over the place. Well, you're you're, you're probably kind of like me. What I started doing is like I started collecting stuff, but then right off the bat, I, I don't know if you're like me, but I was kind of like, fuck this, I really want my I want my blue tunic that's in like the the stuff and things like that. I'm like, let me get that, and then I can be on my merry way and like do whatever I want, kind of thing. So I went ahead and found that, and I was like, okay, cool, you know. And now I'm like, kind of like not doing the main mission right now. I'm just literally exploring everything and like. I figured out, I'm like, dude, I could cook a bunch of food and then sell it to villagers and make money that way. Oh, my God. I've been making so much food. <laughs> yeah, me too. I, I think I spent like 30 minutes one day just like cooking all these dishes together, seeing what I can Every put together. It's so much fun. I, col- I collect all all this shit, and I'm just like, ooh, that looks good. That looks good. That looks good. Even if it doesn't look good, I pick it up anyway. And I'll spend 30 minutes at a time just cooking food. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I do. Well, it's great because you can you start putting things together and you're like, oh, okay, cool. This gives me more stamina. This gives me more like this. This uh, helps me like resist, you know, like electricity for like 20, you know, minutes or something. And you're just like, oh, okay, you know. So back to the desert. The desert, the Gerudo Valley Desert is actually the worst location out of all of them so far. Never mind the robot dudes, the spider robot dudes that are near the castle. Yeah. Um, if you're in the desert, there's sandstorms. There's also rainstorms that you need to be aware of. Thunder and lightning um, at nighttime, it gets freezing cold. And during the daytime, it's fiery hot. Oh, geez. So you kind of have to have a range of weapons, clothing, and, and uh, elixirs and things. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. So you're really – and that's what I kind of like. It's like your inventory for like food, items, everything is like pretty much unlimited. And then they only There's give... a cap. Oh, there is a cap? I found a cap. Everybody's like, oh, it's unlimited, blah, 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 blah. Oh, my God. See, I that's can't... what I thought because I haven't hit bottom yet. Shit. There's a cap? Yeah, there's a cap um, on your cooked meals. I haven't capped out the items you can hold. Okay. But you can only cook three pages worth of uh, food. Oh, okay. So what is that? Four? Was it four or five across? Six across? I think, yeah, I think it's – I want to say it's six across. Six by six? Yeah, I think it's six by six. So 36 times 390 or 10-something oh math things late at night. <laughs> it's all right. Basically, it's, it's three pages of recipes. Uh. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Three, three slot pages of, is pretty much your max. Of okay, stuff. yeah. 
Uh, that's funny. Okay, so you can max out that. So you're still, uh, I know, but yeah, your weapons, of course. Now, um, I've only upgraded my stamina like once so far. So I'm curious, is like when you do that, does it raise your uh, how much, how many weapons you can hold, or does that just like? No. So uh, this one, it took me a while. As you're going to Kakariko Village, you're going through um, the main path that goes north, coming mm-hmm. south. Uh, you run into this dude that looks like a, a big burly enemy, but he's actually just this uh, Kokiri dude or Korok dude. Oh, okay. And if he, he he wants you to do this side quest, which is to find his maracas. Okay. And he he shows you like, hey, these monsters have my maracas. Can you defeat them and bring it back? You bring it back to him. And uh, you go on this quest to find the little Korok seeds. I don't know if you remember in Wind Waker, you used to get the seeds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you would plant them, and those were Deku trees. And then, like, one of the Deku trees that you plant turns into the Great Deku Tree. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, so you find these seeds, and every every single seed is an upgrade to a slot of your choice, being weapons, shields, uh, or bows and arrows. Oh, okay. So, okay. So, and then even when you find the little kids like running around, like, are those part the of little, that? The little Korok dudes, yeah, with yeah, yeah. Faces and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So you you have to find them, and there's like different ways you can find them. Like, um, some of them I I travel to a peak of a mountain and I lift up a rock, and then it comes out and says, "Yaha, you found me." Yeah, yeah. Or you see like glitter in the ground, and you have to chase it and catch it. Or you see a shrine and there's fruit on the other ones, but the one is missing fruit. Oh, okay. You, you put the same fruit offering to the shrine and then it pops up. Um, just randomly picking up rocks. Um, there's one where you stand on this tree stump that has a leaf on it. Yeah. And there's a timer that pops up at a location with a circle in it, kind of like an Echo the Dolphin. Oh. And you have to like run to it before the timer runs out and get to that spot. Oh, okay. So, I mean, they're all random. Some of them are, you know, placing things in certain spots or moving things in certain... There's 900 of them. Oh, okay. So <laughs> you can unlock your carrying more stuff and things like that. Okay. I'm, okay, yeah. cool. Because I already found, like, a few of them already, so... Yeah, I think I found, like, uh, uh, 17 or so. Okay, I'm at, like... I think I'm at six. <laughs> um <laughs> Well, I lift up a bunch of shit, and I'll see something glittery and be like, ooh, shiny. <laughs> okay, yeah. No, that's what I usually do, but I think, like, I've been just doing these weird, like, like making my own side missions where I started making, like I said, food, and then going, like, okay, well, this isn't, like, I already have a bunch of food anyway, so I'm like, why don't I see how much, and I started selling it, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to buy this now, I'm going to buy that now, so I ended up, like, getting, a, I have that cloak thing now. Um, oh, did you ever go back to the old man's shack? Which old man? Uh, the old man who was, uh, who teaches you how to cook. Like the peppers and stuff like that. Like he has that recipe. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I went, I went back there, checked it out, took some stuff, and then uh, did you figure out who he was? Yeah, I, I had an inkling uh, who he was when, and then he kind of revealed himself, like in the in the the, the Temple of Time. Um, yeah, it was weird because I went back to his shack and I found there was a there was a uh, a chest there, and then I opened it up and ended up getting like a warm like jacket thing and i was like oh cool so so the going back to where i think in the timeline this is yeah the main the main reason that i feel like this is a wind waker uh right after wind waker but right before twilight princess Mm -hmm. um a it's the fact that when you meet the dude and he reveals himself 
if you look at the way he's drawn and the clothing that he wears, it's the exact same as in Wind Waker. I was trying so hard not to give that away. <laughs> yeah, no, that yeah, that was really kind of cool. Yeah, because I was like, okay, this is like right after the Wind Waker stuff. Um, I mean, like, look at the just the way his facial features are, his height. Yes, is especially like. You, did you beat Wind Waker? Oh yeah, no, I've I've beaten pretty much every Zelda console game up until this one now. Okay, okay, but yeah, yeah he he looks yeah, exactly no. like and like they change the characters based on what timeline they are. So the the Zelda that you're seeing in this one, she looks more like the Skyward Sword. Zelda. Yes, yes. And that and Link from this one also looks more like that Link. Yeah, yeah, from the because yeah, they pretty much went from. I'm trying to think, yeah, because they did Wind Waker, and then they had Twilight Princess, and that was kind of like a, a reshaping of how he would probably look from a little bit different of um, Ocarina of Time, because that was when we saw him as an adult um, kind of thing. But yeah, they kind of slightly take everything. They kind of did that with Skyward Sword, where a little bit of that link was kind of in that link from Skyward Sword. Um, actually, that's... Oh. Something just came to mind. Okay. So you know how there's the different timelines, right? Uh-huh. And how they have specific names? Yes. I think this one is the start of the Fallen Heroes timeline. Oh, where Link because, disappeared? Yeah, because he disappeared for 100 years, but they never had a game until now where he, like, died. Oh, yeah, that's right. Huh. But I think we have to play it more to... No, yeah, because they, <laughs> they haven't revealed too much. There's a little bit of stuff, you know, like, of course, you have to go find, like, Zelda's alive. You have to go uh, find, you know, all these things to get the sword to, you know, kill uh, Ganon again. But um, what was I trying to... Actually, yeah, so talking about all that Wind Waker stuff, I was running, and I don't know... I don't know if it is something or not, but I was running, and I saw this weird uh, island kind of thing in the sky. Oh, yeah. So I think that's a divine beast. Okay, because when I saw it, it looked exactly like the islands from Skyward Sword. So I'm yeah. sitting there going like, okay, where is all this kind of stuff falling in and into place or whatnot? Well, those islands could have been divine beasts. Well, yeah, because one of the things in the Skyward Sword, there's like this giant like whale you ride or something at one point. So. Oh, yeah. The, then, yeah, that's totally the divine beast because the the I've... I've looked at some from just close enough, but far enough where it doesn't activate it. Um, oh, shit. So that can happen where they just fucking start. Yeah, but you kind of – you need to find the key characters in the domains okay. to, to successfully do that. So um, do you mind if I spoil this little thing? It's not spoiling too much. No, go right ahead. Okay, so like I'm in Zora's domain, right? Okay. Um, you talk to the prince or so there, and it activates that divine beast quest. Okay, yes. So then that way you you gotta you know get rid of the rain and then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's medicine. yeah, that's what I pretty much started. I have to go find the the shock arrows or whatnot. Um, oh yeah, that's a good quest. So I have to I go just, ahead and. I just finished that. So I have to go ahead and do that. So that's where I'm at in that thing. But I did take a break and go. Oh, let me try and find like all this stuff. So I ended up like. Did you do the thing with the great fairy in uh, the one village? Uh, I always pronounce the name of it. Kakariko? Yeah, Kakariko uh, village. It's like in the forest with a huge like flower bud. So I have I've seen three fairies, three or two, two or three fairies already. Okay, yeah. So that's the only one that I've run into, but I unlocked that one, and you're able to upgrade like your armor and stuff like that, which I thought was like, oh, this is. I'm like, oh, this adds even more elements to this game because like. 
again, a lot of the stuff they showed us at E3 and stuff, they didn't show us, like, barely anything, there, if you think about it. so much. Like, it's ridiculous, this game. I love it. Yeah, it's I'm very so fun. Yeah, no, I well, that was the thing. Like, if I was if I didn't get the Switch, I basically would have just bought it for the Wii U because I'm like, I want to play this game. Um, oh, I had a question. Yeah. So on the Switch, is there a load time between, like, uh, say you're in a dungeon, you finish it, and you come out? Yeah. How long is that load time? Uh, like, not that long. 30 seconds or so? Yeah, it's, it's very – I mean, it, I was very surprised it was a load because it's, like, kind of back to little cartridges kind of thing. But I'm like, all right, maybe it works more on the hardware than it does the uh, – the cartridge or something like that so i yeah it's a very it's a very short load time like you don't even realize it like i forgot like i sit there going like oh and i'm learning all these facts because they have the, it's like again like skyrim where it's like doing a loading screen it shows you like or even fallout you know where it's like oh you could do this or this you know kind of stuff uh, which i also saw was cool but then you start like reading some of them and then it goes back to the game you're like oh crap i need oh damn it <laughs> It's the same on the Wii U. I was just curious if one was faster than the other. Uh, not that I know of. I mean, I guess, like, I I always – I was tempted to be like, well, maybe, like, later down the line I'd buy it again for, like, the, the Wii U and get, like, a different, you know, view of it or whatnot, maybe when it goes on sale or something like that. But I was thinking about, like, putting it together, like, the comparison and actually see what I can actually see from there. Because, like, watching it online, I really don't see much when they're all like, this is this one and this one and this one. You're like, all right. But to me, I'm like, everyone's getting to play Zelda, so that's cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's pretty cool. I mean, they kept everything true to all the other games. I mean, a lot of the ruins and things that you run into. Yeah. Um, going through Gerudo Valley and you going to Gerudo City. Oh, yeah? I haven't been able, I haven't able to, to get into it yet. Oh, really? Because because they're doing that thing where they're like men aren't allowed blah blah blah. Oh, that's so funny. Okay, so it goes back to the. Uh, oh, that's okay. I like that kind of. I always love when they do that kind of stuff with Zelda games. Um, yeah. Yeah, but like we're saying, it's just like. Oh, a, and the. I was gonna say the the fairies are in the same location as they were in Wind Waker, approximately. Oh, really? So one to the north, one to the west, one to the east, and one to the south. Oh, that's amazing. Okay, yeah, I love when they do all that kind of stuff. Yeah, because I was just thinking like. I'm trying to think of other games that are, or not other games, other stuff that's going on in the game right now. Um, yeah, like the little beginning where you get all your, uh, basically your uh, your slab, your little um, Sheikah slab thing, which I keep calling it my cell phone at this point. It's pretty much an iPhone. It's an iPhone. It's it's pretty, uh, literally an iPhone. Haha, <laughs> I get that even better now. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's kind of interesting just the fact that like all those different things you could do. Like I literally went to a place, like I went, I found one of the uh, trials as they call them. Uh, they're kind of like yeah. mini temples, I guess, but they're called trials. Um, and I went to, like, I've been finding those and trying those ones out. And it's funny because I got to one. I'm sitting there going like, oh, man. So, I, like, right off the bat, I saw water. So I'm like, oh, I got to use something with the ice, you know, kind of thing. So you start doing that. And then you sit there going, wait a minute. Nothing's working with this thing. And then I looked at the bottom and noticed it was, like, this huge metal thing down there. And you're like, oh, the magnet. And, like, then your brain starts working with all this kind of stuff. So... A lot of these trials. How many trials, of those have you done? Um, I think I'm almost to. I think I've done fifteen almost. Fifteen. Let me see. No, wait. I've upgraded my heart. No, not fifteen. Not almost fifteen. I've done because I'm trying to remember. It was four. It's four that you trade in to get stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So I've done. I've upgraded my stamina once and my hearts once. So yeah, I'm almost close to another one. So I think I'm almost at like twelve. Twelve. I've done. Let's see, I've upgraded my hearts. You start with three. Yeah. I'm at eight, so I've upgraded that five times, and my stamina once. So 
four plus I have eight right now, thirty-two. Damn. So I don't even know how many. I'm determined to upgrade all of my hearts because Chris gave something away to me a little bit, but I'm determined to do it. Wait a minute. Are you saying that like you shouldn't be wasting anything on stamina? No, I mean, like, you want to put some in your stamina, but there's a statue that you can find. I think it's in Hateno Village. Oh. Um, you can rearrange your spirit orbs. So if you want more stamina, you can do that. Or if you want more hearts, you can do that. But oh. the, the only reason I'm focusing on my hearts, um, this is a giveaway, but it's going to take a long time for you to do it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to tell you. Yeah, yeah. Um, you have to have, I think it was either 10, no, I think it was 13 hearts to be able to go through the Kokiri forest to get to the great Deku tree to get to the master's sword. Oh, okay. Oh my God. Are you, wait, are you serious? Yeah, for real. That's fucking clever. And the great Deku tree is behind Hyrule castle. Oh, that's just like it was in Ocarina of time. Yeah. Like the Kokiri forest was like right there. Yeah. Yeah. No, but the fact that you also, I think we have to get 13, because I think you needed 13 to pick it up in the original NES version of the game. Nice, yeah. So that's what I was so like. You have to, if, you, if you go up to, uh, if you're facing Hyrule Castle, and you go to the mountain that's to the east of it, okay. and you go up to the peak, you can use your uh, telescope, and you can see the Great Deku Tree, and you can kind of see, like, the area, because it's, like, surrounded by trees like it usually is, but yeah. then it's, like, open right there where the tree is. Oh, that's tight. Okay, I'm going to think. Yeah, that's my favorite part right now is just exploring and finding new things. Uh, though I also made a fact that I'm like, okay, if I'm about to do something in a little bit, don't start playing Zelda. <laughs> yeah, uh, I haven't done anything all day. <laughs> no, it wasn't even that. I sat down, and uh, I'm playing it for a bit and some of that, and then someone hit me. I was like, hey, do you mind if you come over and help me with some things? I'm like, oh, yeah, totally. Let me just beat Toby. And then I'm sitting there playing a little bit more, and I'm like, oh, I can get to that tower. I have enough time. Right? <laughs> and then it looks closer than it is. Yeah. You're taking, like, all day to freaking get next to thing, Yeah, the next thing I know, I'm looking at my watch going, oh, shit, I was supposed to be over there, like, 30 minutes ago. Uh, <laughs> so, and that's actually another bad part. Like, uh, you're kind of, probably it's a good thing if you don't have a Switch right now, because uh, pausing the game to go do stuff is, is very nice. But me, where I'm all like, oh, man, I really have to use the restroom. Oh wait a minute! I can take my my switch or my not my switch. I can take my controller for my Wii U in the bathroom. Oh, can you play it through just that screen? You just tap the screen and then you start playing. Oh, very cool. Okay, I was curious when they were doing that. Yeah, that's the one thing I, I wanted to touch upon with the controls and stuff. So I know you can use like a pro controller on the Switch and probably a pro controller on the uh, the U. Um, but I was also curious about like how is the interface with the actual U controller? Uh, did they Missed opportunity? There's nothing. Really? Like, they a total missed opportunity. Like, why not, in, like, in Wind Waker, put my inventory there or put the map there? Oh, my God. Okay. I'm going to be honest with you. When they brought Wind Waker, like, I love Wind Waker on the GameCube. But when they brought it over to the Wii U and they also brought over Twilight it Princess, was it was amazing because they used that interface like I always wanted them to use with a Zelda game. I was like, oh, dude, if I literally had my inventory open, be like, oh, I need to use this, this, and this. Like, you do that all the time in uh, the Twilight Princess, and I was so happy that they did that interface again. I'm like, good for you guys. Then you start playing it on the Switch. You're like, yeah, this is fun. But then I'm, I'm so tempted to be like, I wish I had my interface, you know. So I think they took away from that because in Wind Waker, remember, if you pull up your inventory from your from your keypad or your controller pad, it doesn't pause the game. Oh, that's right, yeah. So if you're going through your inventory and something's in, you're in the middle of a fight, I mean, like, stuff pops up at, the, at all times. Even if you stay still in the middle of a field, 
if it gets dark time, then those uh, zombie undead ones start yeah, to yeah. get you. So I think that's the main reason why they didn't do it. Yeah, but I, well, I'm I'm trying to remember if they fix it. I gotta play. I gotta pop on uh, Twilight Princess actually again just to see what the interface was. I thought they did that. Maybe they fixed that glitch. I thought with Twilight Princess, like I thought like you would get your grab your stuff and you could you know pause like the game would pause for you or put it in like a, a stasis mode. I'm trying to remember with the with the the Wii U version of it. Might have been Twilight Princess, but I know for sure Wind Waker. It didn't have that. You yeah. would like lifetime, real time, grab stuff and things like that. Yeah. Another great game. I remember picking that up for the Wii U again, the Wind Waker, and just being like, wow, I didn't think this game could look any better, and it fucking does. <laughs> right? Oh, my God. It's just I love that the graphics here are a blend between Twilight Princess and uh, Wind Waker. Yeah, I thought that was a really nice touch. I mean, because, like, I'm looking at, like, you look at bad guys and horses and animals and stuff, like that. they all have, like, that cell-shaded feeling like your character does, but then you're looking at, like, formations and trees and mountains, and they all have this kind of, like, normal... Almost look oh my god, it, in that you know? sky. Ugh. Sky, breathtaking, especially when you're on top of a mountain and it's a sunset. Uh, <sighs> they just, like, this game, like, I'm glad, like, uh, it's out now and everyone can enjoy it, but, like, for it to take this long to get here, I'm like, you know what? You guys know it what you're doing. I'm like, you guys know what you're doing. Um, just makes me wonder what <laughs> it, it holds for, you know, the future of Zelda games, but... Um, yeah, so I'm very curious what the Divine Beasts are like, because I thought the Divine Beasts were going to be this thing where, like, you neutralize it and then have to go inside of it, and that's kind of like your quote-unquote dungeon. So, yes, that's actually oh, it is. how it works. Oh, shit, I'm awesome. <laughs> so, like, uh, um, the one in Zora's Domain is an elephant. It's yeah. a steampunk elephant. And uh, it's pretty cool, because it looks like a machine, but it's like a live thing or whatever. But you have to, like, you ride on the prince's back, and he, like, takes you around. And then, like, you have to use the stasis powers that you learned oh, okay. to, like, fend off stuff. And then uh, you use the shock arrows to shoot his vulnerable spots. Did you get the Zora armor yet? Yes. Okay, so you use that to go up his waterfalls on his back, and then you shoot his uh, little weak spots and things. Oh. And then you, you're supposed to get all of the weak spots so that way you can enter him as a dungeon. Ah, okay. So, so then there's probably four dungeons. Um, yeah, and I'm sure they're pretty hard because I I saved it right before. Like as soon as we get off here, I'm gonna go fight that dungeon and then I'm gonna go to bed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, so yeah, because I'm not gonna go back and try to find more of these things and try to start getting my like hearts up and stuff like that too. Because that's a big thing that I'm trying to do too. I'm like, I fought like a couple of small guys and I'm like, God, some of these have kicked my asses. The funny part is, so I've died a lot in this one. Um, so I don't know, like, I was like, is it because it's very hard, or is it because I'm so used to playing, like, a certain linear version of Zelda that this is, like, adding new elements to it that I'm like, I have to rethink how I play, you know? It's a half and half. It's a half and half? So there there, there are areas that are easier. There are, easy, there are um, areas where they are harder. Um, and within that, it also determines their attack. But attacks in general are kind of... Uh, powerful for everyone depending on the weapons um especially like if they set their clubs on fire and hit you the fire is going to affect you unless you have some kind of armor or fire resistance or something oh, okay um i hate it when i get hit by the the electric dudes because you know they make my stuff come off of me yeah uh did you know but, about the thing with the electric dudes if you hit them in the horn yeah so you hit them in the horn or um i forget which element what i think it might be uh 
ice or something that they're weak against. But I mean, you use the elements against them. You know, you shoot a fire arrow in grass and you can get rid of a bunch of enemies all at once. Mm. Or if you shoot an electric arrow in a watery marsh area, then it'll get a bunch of people at once. Um, ice will freeze multiple people if it hits, you know, multiple people. And then the uh, the bomb ones, of course, if you hit between a bunch of people, you can get a, a group oh, of people yeah, at the yeah. same time. Okay, yeah. So it's like it's like yeah. So I mean, it, you just kind of use what's around you to help you. You know, you can push rocks too to get people, and there's explosive barrels. And uh, if so, if there's an archer that's shooting stuff, if you walk behind, you know, one of the other dudes, he, you can have him shoot him. Oh man, yeah. See, it's like stuff I didn't even think about. Like when you start playing it, some more and more. Like I, I was all like, I sat there for a little bit today, going like, okay, well, how do I start a fire? And then I was like, oh, wait, I got fire arrows and just like lit the thing to, you know, you ignite the thing to start cooking, you know, food and everything like that. You could do that. Or instead of wasting 20 rupees an arrow, you can take some flint and drop it in front of it and take your sword and swing at it and it'll spark it. Oh, spark a fire. See, I was trying to figure that <laughs> out you before. Can take a torch. You can, you can take a torch and go to like an, an open flame or like uh, if they have one of those lanterns on the road with the fire in it, yeah. you swipe through it, it'll catch a flame and then you can just put it under the cooking thing. Okay. So yeah, I was trying to figure it out with the, like, I was like, Oh, well, you know how you can combine food. I had a flint and I had like, you know, wood. So I was like, Oh, well maybe this is how I start the fire. And then I was like, no, nope, I have to drop it and then hit it. So didn't even think of that. So it's, uh, yeah, this game is very, I like it. It's kind of cool. It's interesting. You're figuring out things and you're just like, oh, that's genius. You know, like. Yeah. It's kind of like Monster Hunter too, especially the animation for when you're making food. Mm. Like, I don't know if you ever played any Monster yeah, Hunter, I play, especially for the Wii U. Yeah, I played the, oh, what was it? Monster Hunter 3 maybe? Yeah. So like you pull out the spit. Yeah. And it does the music while you're turning the food on the spit. <laughs> yeah. I have to, I have to get back into some of that stuff. But that was more so you could, like, determine how well you want to cook your meat. Because if yeah. you get it at the right moment, you cook it perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> or you burn it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, yeah, no. So the cooking is fun. I like doing that because then you're putting together, like, all these dishes and just, like, being like, oh, okay, this is going to help me with my stamina. Or give me, like, five extra hearts or something like that, you know, when you go into a battle. So. Yeah, yeah. You know what's really hard to do? The elixirs. I keep making dubious food. It's like... How okay. do you, I mean, I figure out it's one, uh, one monster part, no more, no less. <laughs> okay. So it's like one and one and then you get so, like the elixir out of it. And then you mix whatever your elixir. Yeah. But you can't mix, uh, like two monster parts and one, uh, mo one creature or two critters and oh, know, okay. one monster. You can't do many. It has to be one and one. <laughs> okay. Very interesting. Yeah, uh, it's funny because I did end up picking up the uh, Collector's Editions Player's Guide because I love that kind of crap. Um, but I haven't really been using it because I do want to explore. And then it's only for me like if I'm like, oh, you know what, I want to make something or oh, what's that elixir, you know, concoction or something like that that I learned. Uh, if I can't remember it or just even if I did get stuck and be like, okay, where the hell is this thing? But yeah, I, I pretty much got it for the cool like huge poster they have that's like the, the map. Of the thing, mm -hmm. so I might try to like frame that because I have like a couple of those. Like, yeah, I have the one from. Did you get this? No, I didn't get that. What? <laughs> Where did you get that one from? I, I got it from GameStop. We'll put a picture of this on the Facebook yeah, for you guys so you know what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, oh, yeah, no, I didn't buy mine at GameStop. 
Uh, no, I didn't. I didn't buy mine at GameStop either. So I bought mine at Walmart because I just happened to be at Walmart, and I'm like, well, I have to get this, this, and this. I might as well pick it up here, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then uh, later, I went to GameStop because I wanted to pick up Dark Souls 2 for Chris. And I think, oh, and I got the the 30th anniversary Zelda Pixel. Yeah, like, I need uh, to start tracking some of those uh, amiibos now. Yeah, so I got that amiibo, and then I was like, oh, there's these posters on the counter. Can I have one? And they're like, yeah, take it. It's free. Oh. I was tempted to take the whole stack, but. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's cool, though. No, yeah, I would have. I mean, I still have my other, like, Zelda posters that I got from Nintendo hung up. Um, but yeah, it's yeah, that... pretty. It's a pretty thick cardstock, and it's like semi-gloss with a little bit of texture on it, and okay. they have like a UV coating on the words on the logo. Oh, nice! So it stands out a bit, and the sword too has UV coating. Oh, that's very cool. But yeah, I do. Oh man, yeah, I, yeah. Just I don't know. That artwork is just like amazing for this game. Yeah, I love the like brushy, like it's cell shaded, but it's still kind of like loose. Yeah, like, painting. Um, it's very cool. So, but yeah, so yeah, we have a Legend of Zelda poster that Raven got. We'll uh, post that for you guys to check out, so you exactly know when we're talking about it on the show. You're like, oh, that's what they're talking about. Um, but yeah, so this game honestly is going to take you a while, which actually kind of really it. I'm not going to say sucks. It just sucks for when it came out because I know at the end of the month I will be picking up Mass Effect Andromeda, but I'm like, I do want to play as much Zelda as possible and not get into that stupid rut where I'm like, I have these many games to beat. Stop buying games, you know. Um, A buddy of mine, he also bought his day one. He beat the main storyline. So it's possible to beat it within a short amount of time, but you don't necessarily get everything. Yeah, but but when I, that's the thing. I'm like, yeah, I could run through, rush through the game if I want. I mean, it's the same thing with Skyrim. Like Skyrim's actual main story, it's not that long, um, but it's all yeah. doing the side quests and all having fun and finding new things and checking out areas and you know all that kind of stuff. So that's why, like all Legend of Zelda games, yeah, I'll do a little bit of the the main story, then I go back to side quests. But I usually try to like round up all my side quests and everything like that before I go to um what's it called uh before you finish the game you know kind of thing yeah fallout's kind of the same too where it's like you i think fallout 4's main quest is only like six hours long Mm. and then you know you do everything else and that adds on all the time and speaking of fallout i completely stopped playing that game because of zelda (laughs) oh yeah yeah you were because you keep talking about like all the stuff for the season passes and everything that i'm like yeah i have to still pick that up plus zelda has a season like has a DLC. Now, has that been now? Is it actual DLC that you buy and you can play right now, or is it stuff that's coming? It's so there's a springtime release which is coming soon. I think it's next month. Um, and then there's a summer release that's going to come out, or if it was, I think it was a summer and a holiday release. Okay. So um, some of it is like you can go on the Nintendo website and they'll tell you what's on it. Oh, okay. Um, there's only like one added DLC that's actual storyline. Um, then the other ones are like dungeons and treasure chests and items and equipment. Oh, okay. So I'm kind of like, I don't know if I want to get the season pass if it's just like one story. Whereas like I got the season pass for Fallout 4 and like only two of them were for items and uh, mods and upgrades and stuff. And then the rest of them were just story. Mm. Well, yeah. also we're looking at Nintendo finally doing – this is the first time doing this. Uh, they've never actually released any DLC like uh, for a Zelda game, like uh, expansion pack kind of stuff. Uh, I don't believe so. Yeah, they usually have all of the game like done, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, so, so I think that's <laughs> which, actually – Which has been nice. Yeah, so I think it is kind of interesting. So, yeah, I'll see what it is. So, yeah, I mean it's only 20 bucks. Um. 
So I'll probably check it out. I mean, there's that other game that came out for the Switch that's like that weird, like it's only da- digital download, but it's like a puzzle game. You play as the weird like paper thing or whatnot. Um, but the other two games I did pick up, I did get one to Switch because uh, there's going to be a St. Patty's Day party um, at a buddy's place and everything like that. So that we're going to, I was like, oh, let me bring that over and let's give this party game a shot and see how it works. And then plus I have now also Bomberman R which is uh, kind of interesting, some of that. So I'm curious how the four-player mode is on it and stuff like that, because it looks like you can do, like, two-player co-op teams and stuff. But mm-hmm. uh, I haven't really touched any of that kind of stuff, because, I, you know, you have Zelda, so you're kind of just... <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I was pretty much almost done with all the DLC from Fallout 4. Like, I was right at the end of... Uh... Uh, what is that? Far Harbor. Okay, yeah. And it was getting really good. It was getting really good. Like I was so into it. Every day I was pl- every night. You know, right right after I put the baby to bed, I would be playing Fallout. And then uh, Zelda came out, and I was like, oh yeah, because I kind of forgot. Like yeah. I knew it was coming out, but I forgot the day. And then I'm looking on Facebook, and everybody's like, tomorrow Zelda. And I was like, oh shit, tomorrow Zelda. Yeah. So I didn't. I didn't even pre-order it. I just went to game, or I went to Walmart and I just picked up a copy for Wii U because I know, hey, everybody's fighting each other over the Switch, so that means everybody's getting the Switch version. I should be able to find a Wii U version like no, like nothing. Yeah, actually, I, I was at Best Buy today when I picked up. I actually picked up two more Joy Cons uh, for like four-player action and stuff like that. Um, so, which is weird because I ended up getting the Switch with the neon red and the neon blue. And when I went to uh, Best Buy, all they had were the gray Joy-Cons. So I don't know if the blue and red are going to be like a hot commodity now that people are like buying those. Um, it probably will be, just like when they had the Super Nintendo with the primary colors. Yeah. So. Um, or the Famicom that they had like a red Famicom. And then there was a inverted where it was uh, red with white buttons. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. You know, all these different things. Sorry, I kept hearing a noise. I'm like, what the hell is that? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, so, it. Uh, yeah, but, yeah, so I was just curious. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to, you know, of course I already played it, Mario Kart 8, but I am looking forward to it coming to the Switch. Um, plus, uh, at this point, I already have four controllers now to play it, so it would be kind of a cool, fun party game and stuff like that. Um, don't know how much I'd be, like, pulling it out and sitting it down on a table and being all like, all right, guys, we're going to play while we're at a park. Um, might not be a thing I'm going to be doing, but uh, walking well, yeah, around. Yeah, you're asking for somebody to come and mug you. <laughs> exactly. It really it really is. Hey, man, why are you stealing my <laughs> so Switch? The mask over there has a Switch. Yeah. Let's go mug him and take it. Yeah, exactly kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, because they made everything else pretty much you could buy for it, you know? Literally, if you just steal someone's console, you can buy all the stuff that goes to it uh, pretty pretty separately. So you could literally build your own Switch if you wanted to. The only thing they're not selling separately pretty much is that is the, you know, little board and everything like that. But walking around with it, it is very cool, very light. Um, uh, I do want to... Sure register it so you know. Oh, I already did just that. Yeah, I already did that. Okay. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so I got to get a carrying case for it because I'm like, I don't want to damage this screen. Um, I think we'll have to do a uh, Breath of the Wild Part 2. Oh, no. We're, there's just, there's well, so that's, what I figured, I that's what I figured. We're, I figured we'd probably wrap this uh, Part 1 right now um, so people can they have a nice meaty show. We're back and then uh, next week because I'm hopefully going to sit down because I'm going to have a lot more time to play it this week. I'm uh, not doing overtime and all that kind of stuff. And plus, like you, I'm probably going to jump back on. Uh, right when we get done with the show, so uh, I figure, yeah, we'll 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 touch upon more like stuff that we found and everything like that uh, with the next one. Uh, Raven, what did you? Yeah, what'd you want to add? <laughs> oh, I was just gonna say. So, uh, side note about life. 
Um, so I have this opportunity, a hot opportunity down in San Diego. It's a pretty, pretty well-known design boutique. Uh, they have some clients like Mattel, Ooh. Disney, Nerf, uh, Harley Davidson, Star Wars stuff from Disney because Star Wars is kind of separate from Disney. Yeah. Um, but uh, so they're going to be getting some big name stuff coming up for something that I can't really talk about right now, but it's so amazing. Like it's something I can talk on the show once we get it done. Okay. But uh, they're going to have me come down there a couple days a week for a couple of weeks to kind of like test me out and see how I do. Ooh. But uh, if I do good and I impress them, which I pretty much, I've been impressing them. I, they, they were nice enough to, they were like, we like your, we like your portfolio. We like your stuff. We want to check you out and see how you do. They actually let me telecommute work. Oh, really? I've never heard of an I never heard of an intern telecommuting. Yeah, yeah. You know? So that was pretty cool. But um, I'll be leaving work early Thursday and Friday and going down and uh, pretty much going for this opportunity that could be really amazing and make great connections for me too. Nice. So I just thought I'd throw out that bit of nerdiness because they they work with a lot of nerdy things. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah. Well, uh, keep us posted. Let us know when you can finally announce it. And it's a cool little – you put a little pin in that. People are like, oh, well, now I want to follow more episodes of the Arcade Bros because I want to know what this thing is. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean that means I'll be designing some cool stuff that I can like be like, hey, this thing, I did it. Check it out. It's in the geeky community. Yeah, I'm that's... trying so hard not to give it away. Oh my gosh. Oh no, so you're... cool. <laughs> you're good. You're good. You don't. You don't have to. Yeah, because you don't want to spread it now and then the missed opportunities or whatnot happens um, of yeah, people hearing the show going like. Yeah, they they listen. They list. They just happen to listen because there's this thing on Google where if like somebody mentions something on something and goes up on the internet, then people can find it or it rings you. Yeah. Like if I said, you know, notify me if somebody says Revenge Lover, it would pop up on my computer and saying somebody mentioned you over here. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So yeah, people have those little those little search engines and keys of that, but that's that's very cool. But yeah, I think uh, I think we're gonna wrap up this episode of Arcade Bros. We'll do a Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild Part Two. Uh, hopefully, hopefully we can get Matthew. Yeah, yeah, we'll get Matthew. And I'm kind of I already told him he's he's waiting until he can get his hands on a Switch. So I told him I'll keep an eye out for one if I see him anywhere and stuff like that. Um, the little bit of he played, he really enjoyed. So yeah, hopefully next week we can. Uh, We'll get us everybody back on and uh, start getting these uh, going again because I do I do miss the it actually forces me to play video games even though it's not really forcing me but it makes me go like oh crap I should really play something this week you know or something like that so uh, these are fun so I want to thank everyone for uh, listening and hanging out and Raven do you have anything else you want to add or plug before we we jump off of this bad boy. Uh, go get Breath of the Wild. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll be back next uh, time with uh, part two of the Breath of the Wild. And I guess until next time, kiddos, keep on gaming. This has been another fine production of the 4i Radio Network. For more great shows, check out www.4iradio.com.